Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. I'm so grateful and blessed that you tuned in today on the Encounter Radio Show. I'm so blessed that you support the ministry of Encounter, uh, as well as this radio station. And I'm very humbled uh, to come to you every morning from 11.15 to 11.30 uh, on this station. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers. For more information about the ministry of Encounter, uh, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org or go to our website, thehopeencounter.org. Uh, we sure could use your support, your prayers, your financial support. Also, Encounter Meets every Friday. There's a live service uh, at 1301 Brandon Road every uh, Friday night uh, with the service starting at 630. There's a service starting at 630 this coming Friday. We're going to be doing baptisms as well as resuming our series on our identity in Christ, a battle over our identity in Christ. You don't want to miss it. Now, if you were listening to the Encounter Radio Show yesterday, we started talking about warfare praying uh, sort of in a way that we never have before on the Encounter Radio Show. And today I want to pick up where we left off. We were teaching on Revelation, uh, Revelation 12, 9 through 11, which talked about getting four things established in our lives, salvation, power, the kingdom of our God, the authority of his Christ. And we need those four things established before we can apply the blood, the word of our testimony, and the assurance of our salvation to defeat the enemy, the accuser of the brethren who accuses us before our God day and night. But here's some other things we could put in our warfare arsenal that we need to have uh, in, our, in, our prayer tool, in our prayer toolbox uh, to pray every day, uh, speaking of authority, in Matthew 18, 18, here's what the Bible says about authority. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. This is a major principle. It's a prayer principle. It's a warfare principle that not only has an application for here on earth, but whatever we do on earth, we have the full blessing and backing of heaven. You see, God has given us the keys to the kingdom to bind the enemy and loose the power of God. That, this is an amazing thought when you, when you think about it. So we have the ability to bind fear, strife, jealousy, doubt, depression, discouragement, confusion, and just hundreds of things that the enemy throws at us, hundreds of things the spirit comes against us. And, but we have the ability to bind and loose as co-heirs with Christ and his representatives on earth, we have the right to exercise power over the enemy in Jesus' name. The Bible says this, I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not overpower it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind, in other words, declare to be improper and unlawful in, in the kingdom on earth must be what is already bound in heaven and whatever you loose, in other words, declare lawful on earth must be what is already loose in heaven. That's Matthew 16 verses 18 through 19. You see, Jesus placed the keys of the kingdom in the hands of the church. That's me and you, not a building. We not only have access to them, but also have the right to use them. And as Jesus, the keeper of the keys, gives direction through the Holy Spirit on a daily or moment-by-moment -moment basis 
Friends, we have the legal authority to execute his plans, provided we are walking in humility, holiness, and obedience. That's the key. And what I what I just said simply means all that tran- the translation of what I just said, if we love Jesus. See, to love Jesus is to walk in humility, holiness, and obedience, because Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. Now, here's another scripture that we need to add to our warfare spiritual prayer toolbox. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 tells us to take all thoughts captive and cast down all false reasoning and lies. Boy, the church needs to know how to do this. And they needs to be training how to do this. Here's what the scripture says. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with, did you catch that? The weapons we fight with. It's a spiritual war are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. This is such a key statement. The Bible is telling us, and I'm telling you on the Encounter Radio Show, that God has given us the gift of prayer and authority and divine power to demolish and pull down every single stronghold, every single addiction, everything that keeps us stuck. We have the power to pull it down. In Jesus' name. It also says this. We demolish arguments and pretensions that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. You see, the problem is is that behind every self-defeating thing that we'll ever do is a lie that we believe. And many of us don't know the difference between a lie and the truth, whether it's God's voice, the devil's voice, the world's voice, or our own voice. And that's why we have to walk with God. We've got to walk closely with God. We have to hear his voice. We have to know his word. We have to let God's word get into us. That's why we got to let God's word become the authority over our lives. Listen, Satan knows God's word better than you. And the only way we're going to be able to defeat him is to know God's word. Inside out. Live in it. Stay in it. Camp out in it every day. And God will bring to remembrance the scriptures that you need whenever you need it to combat every lie, every argument, every pretension that will ever set itself up against the knowledge of God and give you the ability to take that thought captive and reject it and refuse to believe it and let it camp at the doorpost of your mind and to make that thought obedient to Christ. It's not just lies that we take captive. It's also God's promises that we can remember as the antidote to every lie and to take that thought captive and obedient to Christ, to live that out so that we'll never ever be enslaved by any stronghold that gets started with us making God's making any thought elevated higher than God's word. I'm going to mention that again. Today and tomorrow. There's a great quote I heard from Pastor Tim Delina of Times Square Church. He said, a stronghold is when someone takes any thought and elevates it higher than God's word. Again, behind every self-defeating thing that you'll ever do is a lie that you believe. Now, the best way to keep Satan's thoughts out of our minds is to keep Christ's thoughts in them. And... And if what you believe does not reflect truth, then what you feel will not reflect reality. 
Tony Evans, pastor down in Texas, said, A stronghold assumes there is something invisible behind the scenes that is cooperating with something visible on the scenes that is keeping me trapped from the situation that I'm in. See, when you call it a stronghold and get the spiritual condition of your mind and heart in the right place, the physical condition has to set you free. If, in other words, if I get the spiritual right, the physical has to set me free. See, arguments and pretensions are part of those flaming arrows that Paul talks about when he teaches us to put on the full armor of God in the sixth chapter of Ephesians. So again, we've got to learn how to put on the full armor. We have to learn never to let, we have to learn how to take thoughts captive. And this is what we teach at the Encounter Ministry. We're teaching people the discipline of a disciple to be an expert thought captive taking person to make every thought obedient to Christ. And when you can do that successfully, you'll win every spiritual battle in your life. Here's another scripture and practice you need to put into your prayer arsenal. Pray Psalm 91. It has 16 great promises of protection in it. And it'll give you a glimpse into the spiritual world of what's happening in the spiritual world. Hebrews 1.14 reminds us that, that we need to ask ministering spirits to care for us and to do battle for us. Here's what that scripture says. Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will in, inherit salvation? You know what I found out about ministering spirits? Some of them are warring spirits. One of the things my wife loves to pray is for warring spirits to do battle. I pray that for people. When people ask me to pray for them, I pray for warring angels to do battle for them in the heavenlies, to be encamped in their houses, to be encamped wherever they live, and to do battle for them. And so, we, but we have, listen, we, we have to deploy them. One of the things, another pastor, uh, Jensen Franklin, uh, from, I believe he's from Tennessee, said the biggest tragedy in the Christian world is the unemployment of angels being dispatched from heaven because of the lack of prayer. I'm paraphrasing a quote that he, that he said several years ago. But that's so sad to me, is that that's a tragedy of the, of the unemployment of angels because we don't dispatch them through prayer. I, I, and I can think of so many, so many people who have never even thought of the concept. I can actually pray for ministering spirits, warring angels, angels to take angels to do battle for me yes you can yes you can here's another scripture that you need to put in your prayer arsenal this is sort of this will help you stay humble ephesians 4 26 27 says check your anger and don't give the enemy any ground to to work with it, it says in your anger do not sin do not let the sun go down when you are still angry do not give the devil a foothold so what the scripture is telling us there, if we, if we go to bed angry and we don't resolve it, uh, and if we're not being a peacemaker and living at peace, 
that can give a devil a foothold. You see, a stronghold doesn't always start as a stronghold. Sometimes it starts as a toehold. That toehold can grow into a foothold, and that foothold can grow into a stronghold. And then it has a stronghold on you because some strongholds are stronger than others. That's why they call it a stronghold. And so anger, being angry, uh, can lead, being angry is not a sin, but it can lead to sin. That's why it says, in your anger, do not sin. Some people don't know the difference. You can be angry and not sin, but if there's one thing that can lead to sin, that's being angry. And it says, in your anger, do not sin. And one of the ways that you never want to let anger fester. That's why the scripture says, do not let the sun go down when you are still angry. And if you, by some chance, fall short in that area like a lot of us do, like I have, that's why we have scriptures that help us, like 1 John 1, 9, which says, if we confess all of our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I need that passage every day. And we all do. We got to make sure that we, we're approaching God with clean hands and a pure heart. Here's another prayer arsenal that you can put in your prayer toolbox. Pray Isaiah 54, 17 with authority and conviction, which says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. I hope that scripture, I hope today's radio show has encouraged you uh, to, to add to your spiritual warfare prayer toolbox these scriptures that you can pray over yourself and pray over other people. We're going to share a little bit more tomorrow uh, as we conclude a warfare praying uh, series. Uh, but I just want to equip you to win all the spiritual battles in your life because you're destined. You're called to win the fight from the place of victory for victory. You are a victor. That's what you are.